Hi, everybody. Welcome to yet Hi. another episode of the Just Gaming Things podcast. Can you believe it? We bring an all-queer perspective on video games, gaming news, and nerdy stuff every Saturday here on twitch.tv slash gamingtings at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then eventually on YouTube and your favorite podcast services. At this point, I, I do not promise anything. You hey. know, we usually say the next day. <laughs> Ruby, it gets there, and that's all that matters. It makes Eventually, it, it gets uploaded. Game, you know, that, you just you say, know. just say within the week. It'll get there. So much room, so much time before the end of the calendar month. Uh, it will be up at some point or time. Uh, and whenever you find us on there, please go follow us on your favorite podcast platforms: Twitch, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Your favorite platform of choice you know it's free why not just do it you know what i mean come on now but let's introduce ourselves really quickly so we have firstly the iconic dextralicious hello hi hello feeling iconic on this day maybe so <laughs> sure why not <laughs> are you feeling iconic jam Always. When I'm around you guys, when can I not feel like that? Fantastic. As I if you're not iconic only. in your own merit. I'm like, come you on know, now. Is I it... love it here. <laughs> Is it that and you're iconic because iconic of us today. or we're iconic because of you? Let's talk about that. Oh. Let's have oh, that conversation. And that's the real tea. That's the real tea. <laughs> We're the Megazord yes. of being iconic. <laughs> I, the ultimate icon. The gay Megazord. I love that. I love that. We're here. <laughs> We're surely a colorful cast. We'll say that. <laughs> Hi, Koga. Are you feeling iconic today? Oh, yes, I am. Yes, yes. Yes. You know, we, we will get into it at some point. But at this point, you're... A prophet <laughs> and we need to we need to talk about it because <laughs> things happened and we predicted it and well you predicted it and uh, yeah but yes. before well, that we'll see. let's introduce Double another see. icon hi lotus hi how you doing oh you know feeling great since y'all are here oh. with me on this day you Cute. know I'm also feeling iconic. Hello, I never introduced myself. I'm Ruby. <laughs> Ruby, the icon. <laughs> they were like, someone was probably listening to this on the podcast services, and they were like, who the fuck is that talking this whole time? And I was like, well, <laughs> let me introduce uh -huh. literally everyone else before I introduce myself. Last but not least, another fucking icon. Hi, Ruin. <laughs> A fucking icon with huge fucking tits, mate. That's me. <laughs> Hi, everyone. We love to see it. We love to see it. This is exactly what we needed. My God. But yes, we uh, we did indeed have a moment of of, of prophecy where uh, we all said it's recorded. You can go back and listen to other other episodes. When... I think it's two weeks. Uh huh. Two weeks. Literally. Two weeks ago. <laughs> we said once Koga Jangles purchases a Switch, the new one is going to be announced. And Jam, what happened this week? <laughs> Y'all. Literally. I go into our chat and I say, Koga predicted it. He said, You wanted a new Switch? I'm going to go buy one so you can get it. We thought it would be a couple months, but it was only two weeks later. <laughs> 
and now we have one. And um, they updated it a little bit. It wasn't the switch we wanted, but I guess it's the switch they thought we deserved. <laughs> the uh, let's see. Let me get to this article and Miss Nintendo Switch you know, OLED. <laughs> yes, Nintendo Switch Ms. OLED model. OLED. OLED. I love that. Like. OLED model. That's what we changed. It has a better screen. And I was like, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No new processor. No new. <laughs> I was like, what? No long lasting battery life. I know. When we <laughs> no. talked about it initially, I said, oh, you know, they've really been saying they're not going to do like a pro. They're not going to do a 4K. But I wasn't expecting it to just be the screen. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, it'll probably be a you know everything gets a little a little extra, but it was like. Eh. I and joked. The thing about. Go ahead. Yeah, you. Go ahead. Go around. The Ryan. thing. The thing about it though is, I'm pretty sure the original Switch is only six point two inches, and they're like on a huge seven inch OLED screen. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, mm. girl, those point eight inches are really gonna make a difference. <laughs> okay, let me. Okay, sometimes I can. No, no. Let me get my ruler. <laughs> Oh, we got props. Uh, what, what, what's happening? Okay, we have seven. We're mirroring. We have seven. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to what? Like 6.2? Wow. So no. Wow. No you know what? Life changing, if you ask me. <laughs> so much of a difference. It'll make you feel something. Those points. <laughs> but... <laughs> Point eight, but Math? they gave a, a few little little changes, Point right? Eight. So you have the seven inch OLED screen, right, which will make it look nicer in handheld mode. Uh, they it now has sixty four gigabytes of internal storage, which is nice, up from what like eight. It was like, thir- like thirty. Th- it had thirty two gigs because it felt then... like it went away immediately with one game. So it did. Right. <laughs> it sure did. <laughs> So two games. Oh, I thought you said point seven to point two. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, huh? No. Sorry, my bad. No, you probably I said like, it right. Show my work. I'll show my work. <laughs> Look, I, I right. woke up at eleven a.m., ate a piece of cake, and came straight here. So my brain is not operating at all. <laughs> but oh my gosh. But I joked in our, our chat also that that this feels like what they did with the 3DS, which is like, let me make a mm-hmm. ton of little iterative changes that are nice once you start using them and you realize, yes, this is a better version of the thing I had, but it's just more of the same, just slightly changed until you finally get to the new version or just get rid of it. And I'm just like, don't do this. But they go into the new must. one. <laughs> there was more to the new 3DS than this. <laughs> like, you're was... not wrong. You're not That's, wrong. Yeah. This is the iPhone school of upgrades. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. Very true. But what did everyone else think other than that this is clown behavior? But also before <laughs> <laughs> it. But this is literally coming from clown central so are we surprised yeah. uh my my main thing is like yeah it, it definitely feels like the gaming industry is heading into that direction with like that phones have gotten into for a long time where you just get like little updates here and there it's not gonna make a huge difference but it's gonna 
basically you're you're only going to feel a, dif a difference after some time so basically by the next maybe one or two new models we're going to be like okay i need the new one because now the old ones are not it um and i think it's a decent way of make of like justifying the difference um and and also makes it so that hopefully you know whenever a new model comes the older ones kind of become a little bit more accessible for people to purchase. Um, so, because it's interesting, because leading up to this, I definitely have seen a lot of, like, at least over here, a lot of, like, retailers doing, like, bundles and stuff like that and sales for the Switch. And I was like, uh-huh. They keep saying there's no new Switch coming, yet the, the more time goes by, the current Switch is kind of depreciating in in value so i was like what's the truth because retailers don't just do sales because they want to right like we know that it always mm -hmm. comes from the source um so yeah i mean i my main thing is like I, i'm not someone who uses the switch in handheld mode at all i i really i've always preferred to just put the games on the bigger screen biggest screen possible and i'll play it like that so for me it's not like you know a huge change like the only thing that they did for the um the docked mode was that they added the ethernet port that literally should have been there like we've said like it literally should have been there from day one um so yeah, I mean, this is cute. I've already seen a few people saying that this works for them because they are more of a handheld person and that's their appeal on the Switch. So for them, it's going to make the experience better. And so for that, I'm like, okay, work. But, you know, they, they still haven't really addressed that the, the Joy-Con problems. Uh, so I'm assuming that, you know, these brand new white Joy-Cons are going to be just as fucked up as the, <laughs> as the rest of them. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, okay, yeah. are you fixing that? When, you know, when's that? When's when's the new Joy-Cons coming? Uh, but yeah, mm -hmm. that's basically it for me. Like, I'm just like, okay, sure. Not for me, but I'm sure people will like it. True. Um, yeah. I mean, also considering in handheld mode, they enhance the uh, the sound. Uh, uh, the sound quality apparently is going to be better, which I mean, none of us have put our hands on it. So how can we tell the 64 <laughs> gigabyte internal uh, storage and the new kickstand? Um, also, as a person who does not primarily use their switch in handheld mode um, as much like and since I have like a switch light too, where I could just kind of like if I really wanted to play something on the road, like I could just use that. Um, it's just kind of like, uh, okay, you know, like, well, mm -hmm. you gave us something, not really what we wanted, but I think if we are looking at what Jam's presenting as like, or whoever presented it with the 3DS models, um, where we get little things over time, like it makes sense because, I mean, we also have to look at Nintendo now as a whole where they have completely for like, they're not moving on forward with the 3DS. This is their handheld and this is their console. So yeah. they're going to have to kind of follow that line of what they, this, I mean, at least in their head, we're going to follow the same lifeline as the 3ds because i mean it lasted for however long it did for several years um but i think the good thing about this model um is it's not going to instantly separate those who have purchased a switch recently in comparison to if it if it was in pro model 
I think a pro model, whatever, you know, it, we were talking, you know, new processor, you know, maybe yeah. it, it's not, it, you can't even like undock it. Maybe like, maybe it'll just be a full console. That's good. That's not going to be a thing, but I don't know. Just making things up in my head. Um, it, this isn't going to fully separate it and including the price too, where at least in American dollars, it's only $50 more than the regular switch. So it's not fully yeah. separating yet. You think when you think of a pro model or something of a console, you're probably going to pay like let's look at the PlayStation 4. You're probably going to pay an extra 200 150 dollars more. So I think this is a really nice middle of the line model and maybe we might be seeing the these old school. Yeah. Yeah, we might be seeing the older models of Switch phased out and those switches mm -hmm. will no longer be. And it might just be the Switch Lite, Switch OLED, and then I mean this the the Switch Pro rumors have not stopped. The right. Nintendoers are still like, oh well, blah 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 blah. There's there's still speculation out there. So I don't think this is the end of. We're gonna see another console, maybe not soon, but probably within the next two years. Oh, for sure. What's the over under on it being a better Switch or a little a little Switch like a Switch Mini? Oh, it's it. not a Switch Mini. Not a Switch yeah. Mini. That reminds me of the Game Boy Advance Mini, and I don't even know why that thing. I, <laughs> my hope is that what they do is like this is the they're like okay, this is an an upgrade to like the full the full Switch, right? And I think my hope is that they're the next if it's the next small upgrade within the next year and a half is just like let's upgrade the Switch Lite to be in line with this one, and then after that you go to the next like actual model of a switch that's like a new switch but it's still kind of the same thing because i think mm -hmm. the docking system that they've come up with i think they're gonna potentially not want to get rid of that and they'll say oh if you have a dock you don't need to buy eventually they'll kind of phase out having to buy a dock and you just buy the console that slips into the dock and they don't have to spend money making that anymore right because they're using USB-C to put output to things like hdmi and that saves them on making that product from down the line and i think that's partly why you see this upgrade of the dock to be more in line with what people need and want. Then you move and then they just start selling, oh, we're just gonna sell the switch part and you just stick it in and you only get the mobile part and you can plug and play. I don't think because of how limited the Switch Lite already is, if they were to do a Switch Lite Mini or something, I think that would exclude even more games from their lineup um, on mm -hmm. those. And I don't think that would be good. So I do agree with Jam that they may upgrade the Switch to, you know, Switch Lite OLED. And, you know, maybe those can play even more games than what the Switch Lite can. Right. Yeah, because it's limited. I didn't. I, I forgot that when they when it first came out, they're like, "Yeah, it can't play all of the games the Switch can." And yeah. I was like, "So what's the point?" What's the point? <laughs> Just portable. <laughs> Just portable for people that want it. But yeah, no. And the, it, well, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is that the Switch Lite is already tiny. It's it's yeah. it's tiny. So I can't imagine I've it getting any smaller. Oh, excellent. Do you can. Uh, Dex, can you throw yeah, him in your ruler, please? Hi. Thanks. Much appreciated. You're welcome. <laughs> I would oh, say that, like, I feel like some people were like, "Oh, Nintendo being Nintendo," but like, this, I, I this is not really a Nintendo specific problem. Like, not trying to defend them, but this is literally the equivalent of 
you know, PlayStation being like, oh, hey, here's the PlayStation 4 and here's the Slim, right? This is mm-hmm. basically that equivalent that happens literally every single time within any console's, like, lifespan, right? There's always a revision model made um, that's supposed to be a little bit better, performing a little bit better, having some features that maybe it didn't have in the, you know, at launch and stuff like that. So, you know, it doesn't it doesn't really surprise me that they that they did this um there are some theories and i would love to to kind of get a little bit into it uh there are some rumors that the switch didn't do a huge upgrade because it's so hard to come by like graphics cards and processors so some people are saying that this is a nintendo kind of like middle ground solution to like we really wanted to do a Switch Pro, but the reality is that we really can't realistically manufacture that, especially with you know COVID still being a thing and affecting um, so many countries. And even like nowadays, a lot of countries are seeing a spike in numbers again and stuff like that. So it's not really that's that's definitely something that could have impacted and i feel like sometimes gamers do forget that that like you know we are still in a pandemic (laughs) and like stuff is probably not going as planned for literally anybody so do y'all think that's that could be a a a thing where maybe this isn't what they planned but they kind of had to go with it i've heard yeah it's it's in this one (laughs) yeah like i could kind of see that because i know that with the screen they got that from samsung and they had to like pay for all that so it it could have been that they were originally planning on doing that, but maybe there was a shortage on chips or something. But they had to do something with these screens, these um OLED screens. So that could have been, but I'm honestly not sure. I mean, I, I have to be honest with all the rumors at this point. I'm not putting much thought into that. I'm just mm-hmm. leaving it as I'll call it when I see because <laughs> I don't want to be like a bunch of people who are disappointed at you know thinking it was supposed to be something that Nintendo never said it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Right. They said there was there was nothing there anyway, so right. It's like Mm. what Ruby said. People are saying Nintendo gonna Nintendo, but it's like all the way back in 2017, Nintendo said we're not gonna do a Pro Switch. Like we're just not gonna do it. So like I understand why they did say that. They did like it wasn't even like oh we interpreted it that they meant this. They said we're not gonna do it. Right. So multiple times. I get why people (laughs) want it so bad because it would be nice, but it's like the. The wishful thinking, the fandom has gotten to a kind of ridiculous point, I feel like, where, um, I mean, we saw Bloomberg, which I could have an hour long (laughs) rant about that one, but we saw Bloomberg saying there's going to be a new Switch. The Switch Pro is coming. No, they just misheard rumors about the OLED Switch and decided that that was going to be the Switch Pro because they said upgraded Mm -hmm. and they were wanting to think that. And like we've gotten to a point where if gamers want something bad enough, uh, they will create rumors that eclipse whatever other thing. Like we saw, uh, gosh, I don't remember the studio name, but a new game came out and Jason Schreier, who is arguably the biggest game journalist in the world, said, kind of looks like Silent Hill, huh? And then the rumors flew and now those developers are being harassed en masse uh, because they're not silent hill and they're lying about working with kojima and so like that reminds me of the switch pro like if they say they're not going to do it and nintendo historically doesn't you know operate at the highest graphical fidelity and stuff then like why do we think they're going to do it you know what i mean i I don't know and i think that's the thing people don't 
like th- this is nothing new of what Nintendo does. To me personally, I've looked at the Switch more of a handheld first, and then you you put it on the dock. So when mm-hmm. you look at it from that perspective, how many times have Nintendo made a handheld and then made another one, <laughs> and then another one, and that third one that came out was probably like, why is this here? Like <laughs> the, the DSi. <laughs> 2DS. Come on, DSi. 2DS. It had a camera. It's very necessary. <laughs> oh my God, I love they took my DSi. Uh, like I want my Switch with the camera. Yeah, I want my Switch with the camera. I want to be taking. Yeah, I want to be taking Pokemon selfies snap, like in seventh grade. Right. And they, they and they took off <laughs> backwards compatibility snap. with the Game Boy Advance games when they did that. Yes, so I, I don't that was get so it. disappointing. So, DS I mean, Lite, king of consoles. Absolutely, followed by the SP. Game Boy Advance SP was pretty cool. I don't know what the micro was about, but like, with, them, with them making like another switch like this, it's kind of like, okay, well, who is it going to be for? And to me, it just seems like it's more going to be for people who are, you know, again, who are going to play it in handheld. But if you're like a person who plays it on TV, not really. And if it's not for you, then it's just not for you. It's yeah. not worth getting upset about. I mean, I will like a more powerful piece of hardware because i've seen a few of these games struggle a little bit but i mean they're probably just not going to and as for the price i i would have preferred it to have been 300 but the regular switch is still selling so there's no point to them changing the price if it's still flying off the shelves Mm -hmm. so i mean for me it's it's not worth it currently but i i i can see some people wanting to get it but it kind of for me it goes into that it I'm curious how well it's going to do, but I think some people are going to like it's it's Nintendo it's going to sell, and they do this all the time. So, but the rumors, um, I've heard quite a few of them afterwards, and I guess I'm gonna just wait until more comes out and not listen to rumors because I don't care for them. Like yeah, I don't know, they... be, be, watching Nintendo YouTubers for the since I've started oh. this thing on two weeks ago <laughs> has kind of like. I love some of y'all, but I don't need like a, a video on this every day, <laughs> please. They it was get, fun for a while. It, it gets exhausting speculation videos, like especially like especially around Pokemon time, like a poke a new Pokemon oh. game. The oh. Poketubers go. I lie down. Why? I'm sorry, Poketubers, but y'all go too ham sometimes, and we do not need you to analyze every little bit and second of uh of like this or that like girl it's just too much it's too much <laughs> and i think the problem oh, is oh go ahead go no go ruby go, go ahead. you <laughs> okay i'll go quickly i think well and that's the thing like we we definitely realized this with like pokemon sword and shield because a lot of people got too hyped and then they were disappointed in the game right but still but the same it. thing but i still played it right and it's like you can't be disappointed when you decided to look at things before it was out, right? Like, it's like, I, I, like I'm like i not that disappointed in the new Switch because I think the upgrades are nice. Would I buy it right now? No. But if I didn't have a Switch and I was going to go buy one, I would probably go spend the extra $50 for the OLED one because I'm like, okay, it does have the nicer screen. The dock actually looks like it's built better than, like, it the original one was. And it has the Ethernet port. Like, it has all of the little things that, like, make it just a slightly better console. But you can't be disappointed because some some person on YouTube told you, hey, there's going to be a Switch Pro. And it's going to be able to do all the things that, like, your, you know, your Xbox One, you know, Series X can do or your PlayStation 5 can do. It's like, 
that's not Nintendo's gig. That's not what they do. They stay, they're like, we stay in our lane. We sell you games for $60 for all of eternity and you will continue to buy them. And you know what? We do. Except for Cobra. <laughs> yes, Lord Nintendo. Yeah. Literally, they, they've sold 78 yeah. million like consoles. So they're fine. They're, they're fine. They're um, and, and yeah, you basically nailed it. Like what I was going to say, it's like um, people, especially like the Pokemon community is very much in line with the Nintendo community as well, which is like believing something is going to happen. And then, of, of course, finding the things that kind of, you know, substantiate those rumors and the theories and all of that. And then when it doesn't happen, they're like, wow, they flopped. This is literally nobody wants this. And it's like, do you not know, do you know that there's people who play video games who are not on Twitter and who don't really listen to these podcasts and stuff like that and they literally will just show up at their local retailer and they're like, "Oh, I've been meaning to buy a, a Nintendo Switch for a little bit. Oh, there's a new one. Okay, cute." They they don't give a shit about how much storage it has. They don't care if this like how how many inches are in the screen they don't they don't care about stuff like that they literally will just show up and get the consoles and that applies to literally everything like with PlayStation Xbox etc people don't the the general public does not care <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's literally who they're like marketing for and rightfully so like gamers are very complex and they don't know what they want because they will yell about wanting something and then they get they're given that and then they don't buy it or they complain that it's not what they wanted so (laughs) or they're like i wanted that but like not like that so you know the gamer tm audience is not what literally any of these companies is targeting for at all um but yeah speaking of nintendo Oh, oh boy. (laughs) Ready to get into this one. All right. Okay. So (laughs) Nintendo fears a popular ROM website could make a comeback. Oh no. Oh yes. Oh no. (laughs) Nintendo has voiced concerns over the website ROM Universe making a possible return in the future. The company's legal representation recently spoke to the founder of the website. Matthew Storman, who apparently hasn't ruled out a comeback, even after being ordered to pay $2.1 million in damages earlier this year. In fact, the operator of the website has now filed a motion for the damages to be scrapped, arguing Nintendo has not actually suffered and questioning if gaming copyrights were registered at the time. Storman's only insurance to Nintendo lawyer is that a site relaunch will not feature the, the company's titles. California's federal court previously decided against giving Storman a permanent injunction as Nintendo failed to show it was suffering irreparable harm. And the site has already been shut down. The video game giant is now asking the court to reconsider the decision. Now, as a person that's not really much of a Nintendo fan anymore, and... I just, all I have to say is, like, girl, sit down. You don't need that money. (laughs) Like, you literally don't need that money. And, like, I would understand suing these people if you allowed all these 
games to be available on everything or as much as you can. But 99% of the games that have been in the past are like still like not playable anywhere else, except for those consoles that aren't available anymore are like only available on like eBay for like 500 plus dollars. So it's like, you can't get angry that people want to play your games and you don't give any way of having people play them unless they just own it already. So it's just, there's no safe way of like enjoying old games. So it's like them wanting to like take down this company for like having ROMs of games that like aren't even available anymore anywhere. It's just, it's some clown shit and I'm so tired of it. What do y'all think? <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where it's like, is it illegal? Yes. Did the founder knowingly do something that was technically illegal? Yes. Why is it illegal? <laughs> like right. it, it, it don't make no sense. It is like it's obviously it's on a really high corporate level, you know, like Disney, mm-hmm. where it's just protecting future assets, so to speak. Like, can, mm-hmm. can we just be honest? The only reason Final Fantasy VII Remake exists is because Square Enix was going to go under again. So they said, you know what will make us a lot of money in four seconds? Final Fantasy VII Remake. (laughs) The same way the first Final Fantasy rescued us. So it's just Nintendo saying, oh, we have to make sure that, well, honestly, Nintendo's so successful, they're probably not worried about going under. They're probably worrying about uh, not making a 1,000% return on investment one year. <laughs> uh, we can't we can't dip down to 999. That's unacceptable. So <laughs> it's just them, not. like, hanging on to that concept. It, but they can't prove that they lost money. And <laughs> it's impossible to prove that you might lose money in the future because we're not in, you know, the dystopia the future. future psychic yeah, comp timeline yet. If you were selling right. it, you could have an argument, but you're not even selling it to me. It's right. not non-existent. Completely out of print. I'm just, I'm so blown away that the judge was really like, you're not suffering irreparable harm. <laughs> yeah. Sit down. And I'm like, was I the judge? Like... <laughs> And then it's so funny because then like they're like, well, he's not paying us his $50 a month that he said he would pay us that he agreed to. And it's just like, Nintendo, what is that $50 going to do for you? You you were supposed to get $2.1 million and this guy is never going to pay that back. He's never going to pay that back at $50 a month. First off, you messed up there thinking you're going to get $2.1 million and then putting someone on a $50 payment plan. Like, girl, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> Come on, calculator. Props. Right. <laughs> we are propful today. I still got my TI-84, my Texas instrument. Just in case. It's also like that that idea of like, what are you gonna do with the money? Are you gonna port these games into your Switch so that people can buy them and play them? No, you're not. So like, that's... they will for a few months. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. It's like, no, we don't want you to emulate our games because we are going to emulate them ourselves and charge you for it. But like, yeah, it's it's the average person doesn't emulate a game that they can purchase. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, the average person is going to emulate a game that they probably own, but they don't have the hardware for it anymore, or that the game literally isn't on sale anymore. And it's like, why is it illegal for people to distribute ROMs of a game, but it's not illegal for someone to profit off of a game that they didn't make by reselling it online? 
Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm. don't give them any ideas, Ruby, please. No, <laughs> right. no don't try it. You know they will. <laughs> the retro market is gonna. They come. probably yeah, have. They, they probably have. Before. I mean, look, the the retro market is blowing up right now. Look at those. Right. Uh, the sealed copy of Legend of Zelda that has like one imperfection or something that so I don't know how much it sold for. I think it officially sold though, but it's Too just much. like you kind of sit there and you're like, why is this? <laughs> It's just funny because it's just like, why are you telling us this is how much it, it, it is? Because it's such a rarity. Like that, I I don't know. I think that's I think that's so silly. But the retro, I mean, retro is popping off right now. Pop mm-hmm. off, girly. Mm-hmm. Pop off, retro. Yeah. Also, Nintendo, if you're going, if you're so worried about this, don't wait monthly to release games on your the the Super Nintendo Entertainment System and the NES system on the Switch. Don't wait monthly. Just put them on there and be like, hey, look what we did. Because then right. we would appreciate you a lot more other than waiting month by month. Be like, hey, guess what? We added one game. <laughs> and it's a game that no one knows. But it's on there for you. Like, the and the laziest thing, the laziest thing that they've done is there are some Japanese games that have been ported onto there and then they didn't even translate them. Yes. Like, oh, what the, what's the point? I can't read what's going on. <laughs> I was literally just thinking, you know, arguably the most famous, like, ROM issue of all time probably other than pokemon uranium is mother three fan english translation because you know if you wanted to play if there was a pokemon game that was never translated into english you could probably figure it out in japanese if you want to play some some kind of puzzle game like tetris in japanese you could probably do it mother three is unplayable if you do not speak the language Nintendo, again, it's a constant meme that they're never going to re-release it. They've never indicated they want to re-release it. Like, on Mother 3's, like, 25th anniversary or whatever, they released, like, a little baggie that had the logo on it, and that was it. So it's like how, again, even if it's technically illegal, it's ridiculous. You're never Mm -hmm. going to release it. And if you do, you're probably never going to release it into a state that is playable for a significant amount of people. And it's just obscene. I will say, though, um, it's been like a running thing with any kind of technology related lawsuit, like we saw with Apple and Epic and stuff, that these lawyers are all fuddy duddies and they do not know what is going on. They're like, itch.io with the unspeakable games? What do you mean you can't download it on your phone? It's like, <laughs> they're in it for the money. Yes. That's why I think it's so funny that it has served. Like the greater good in this case that this judge was like, are they available? No. Well, fuck you. <laughs> Get out. <Right. laughs> Nintendo's like, we've suffered irreparable damages, and they're like, have you? Let's see the receipts, and they're like, well, I guess you didn't, did you? <laughs> exactly. And it's also with Nintendo, they're asking for two point one million in um three thousand five hundred years. So. <laughs> There's a movie out there somewhere about some, you know, so dystopian future, someone born into poverty because evil Mr. King Nintendo messed up his great 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 grandpappy and he has to like rally against them. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's a, that's so a cyberpunk movie. nonsense. Oh my god. Yeah. Mr. Hollywood, if you'd like to contact me, um my email is available <laughs> in my Twitter bio for business. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank God. You. Yeah, I feel like they just kind of 
I mean, maybe they did it be- to send a message because yeah. they're not getting that back clearly. And the thing is, he mostly only made money off of the website, which he had to take down. So now he had, didn't really have any income. So what is he going to pay did- you back with? But wait, my question is, how did he make that money? I'm sure by ad revenue, not by people downloading these games, right? Probably donations so like... as well. Some people yeah. sometimes like have that. Yeah. yeah. Like, girl, if he's not making money off of your games, I think that's a completely different thing. Like, if he's just yeah. getting it from ad revenue and stuff, that's different. That's yeah. different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could argue he's selling a service. He's not selling the game, which technically would be the same thing as an arcade. Right. Yeah. Yeah, to me, it's... Go shut down those... Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, to me, I was just going to say, to me, it's at the same level of, like, you know, reselling a a game that you already own. It's like, Nintendo's not going to make that money anyway. That copy Mm -hmm. already exists. It doesn't get produced anymore. So it's like, why don't we just allow people to enjoy it? You know what I mean? It's just like, for me, it's it's a very silly thing of like, if you're not going to sell it and you allow other people to sell like used copies, then why is it wrong for this individual to be like, hey, I really love this game. Let me basically archive it on the internet and allow for other people to play it for free while literally using software that they either created or another fan created for the purpose of that. And it's like, they're not stealing anything from you. They're literally just, you know, they're just sharing that. And it's like, if you want to make money off of it, you can literally just like sell the game and then be like, hey, take that down because we're selling the game. And then they would be like, okay, sure, that makes sense. But this this to me is just silly. It's just (laughs) clownery to me. Agreed. Yep. All right. All right. Well. Oh. <laughs> oh, we Nintendo. See you in three thousand five hundred years. Um, yeah, they got that money. <laughs> love that. Love that. From Nintendo to Sega. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh. Sega do what Nintendo be. <laughs> <laughs> we would hope Nintendo wouldn't do this. No, not at all. Um, so there was a NPC name that was recently changed in Fantasy Star Online 2. Um, the NPC was originally named Diga, um, and then they changed it to Exitor. Um, and although <sighs> the implication of the word, it, 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 the way it comes off, the spelling of it, it's... Uh, it's the spelling product- that really takes it home. Yeah. yeah, the the product quality team should have really gone to the developers and been like, listen, we know you really love this name. You shouldn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're going to change it. So just so you all know, but that slipped uh, that slipped under the rug. Um, and to me, when I saw this article, I started thinking because I recently had come across, um, I'm playing Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, and there's an area, which I haven't been to because I just wanted to see how to get to it. Um, but it's called like the Oriental Lab. And I was just like, oh boy, Oriental. Ooh, really? Ooh, like that's 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 tough. You know that that's I mean that's like you know it's just there. You know you it, it's there. Um, so I 
I think it's it should be creating a bigger this this incident and you know just looking at other things like uh I feel like there are other words out there, uh especially ableist words that should be really taken away from a lot of not taken away, but they they should be like there should be a true looking at of how we are speaking um right. in games. And uh I was just trying so this led me on like a different kind of thing because I wanted to be like, well, what else could they have called it? Um, so I was looking up uh, alternatives to the word oriental and I come, I came across a few articles uh, written by um, Asian Americans. And one was actually a doctor of acupuncture and oriental medicine. And her argument was, um, her name was Jane Suchiyama. Um, her argument was is that it wasn't really offensive to her um, and that it would cost millions of dollars to change a lot of things across the board from Oriental to something else. Um, keep in mind, this, this, these articles were written 2015, 2016, so we have experienced some things since then. Um, <laughs> we the have least. experienced, yeah, <laughs> we have experienced uh, a huge... Uh, presidency that has really put in a lot of things into perspective here in America. Um, and uh, the other author, Kat Chow, uh, she was explaining how uh, it comes down to the bending of the will of people willing to let these words go and how it's an iron bar that you're not going to bend. And I'm like, oh, girl, well, if only you knew in 2020 and 2021 what <laughs> we would be willing to bend and what mm -hmm. we would be real, like willing to let go. Um, mm -hmm. So but what are y'all thoughts? On okay. Hate to bring up Nintendo again, but it has been zero days since an, <laughs> since an Nintendo reference. <laughs> OK, so it, it mainly deals with Pokemon. And, I think y'all know which Pokemon I was going to talk about, right? I okay, do. I think they, oh, no. I think they came in X and Y and, or whatever game. And when I tell you, when I first heard it, I just... Because it deals with the same minor guy from PSO 2. Is the Pokemon's name was Diggersby. Yes. And There's another one, too, that I'd like to talk about in a second. Oh, I keep... For, I, like, you could talk about that, too, because I'm not sure about that one. I, I know with this one, it's, like, a rock, like, dirt bunny, and I... Mm -hmm. She's it's so not ugly good. Too. Yeah, it's disgusting, and it's so rotted, and it's just, like, I... This is this shouldn't be allowed. Like, why is it... Why, why was this able to slide? Nintendo, mm -hmm. Pokemon, Game Freak? Like, what is this? Like, mm -hmm. it just... I just don't know how, like, people can just not be like, oh, yeah, this doesn't have any implications. This wouldn't be misconstrued. Like, you mm -hmm. have to have some sense of awareness or a team that has some sense of awareness. Like, so like looking at Right. Like, can you believe? <laughs> can you believe? I mean, uh, obviously, Nintendo gets a lot of passes. I think it's fair to say that overall Japanese developers get a lot of passes because people are like, yeah. mm -hmm, Japan, it's the land of anime. It's so cute. Ignore what happened in the 1940s and 1950s. They could never do anything wrong. They just don't understand. And it's like, no, there, there really should be some level of checks on this because Diggersby's name, you read it just fine, but it's saying it that is so difficult to say. 
Yeah. And it it's just very uncomfortable. The other Pokemon, which is who I thought you were talking about first, is uh, the sarcophagus Pokemon called Hophagrigus. <gasps> oh, and yeah. the word sarcophagus, the last few letters are P-H-A-G-U-S. And you know how Pokemon always does it to spice it up. They like change what certain letters are so it kind of sounds the same. So Kofagrigus's name is spelled C-O-F-A-G, which happens to be a slur. So unfortunately for a while, Kofagrigus had to be banned from Pokemon tournaments because people couldn't talk about it in the chat because they would get censored when they would say its name because it has a slur in it. So it's like, there's just a lack of forethought that is going into a lot of these things. Like, I'm sure we can already like hear the comments in our head of like, why did you change it? That's being so sensitive. <laughs> and right. it's like, bro, just, just let someone take over. Uh, Japanese to English translators for Japanese games are way too cheeky. When I played Final Fantasy XIV, I shouldn't have gotten a mini quest called the Iron Contra Affair. We shouldn't be like... Hee hee hoo hoo pee pee poo pooing about you know the, the the genocide of Arab people that the United States is going on about because some little gerblins are stealing iron. It's just not the one for me. There, there's a little bit they could get away with a little bit too much for my liking and be like, no, I don't get it. Yeah, right. I'm glad they changed. Let's put it that way. Yeah, but we live in a well-connected world at this point. Like, yeah, if you're working at companies like that, the internet exists. One, mm -hmm. two, hire someone, and then in your translation process, the person who's translating it speaks the language. They know some of these things. They can. It's just it's oh, it's beyond me. It's ridiculous. I, um, I mean, what it comes all down to. I mean, it's just like what we just previously talked about with Nintendo. It's all about money. That's all. That's all it is. Like they're just like, oh, this, these get this this ROM site is hurting us. And it's just like, girl, how? And then they don't want to put they don't want to put the effort into preventing things like this. You know, they don't want to put uh, a queer person or a POC person in the room to be like, mm, hey, wait a minute, maybe not. Um, mm -hmm. get it out the door like, as fast as possible. Like yeah, maybe exactly. add a little letter here <laughs> or change yeah. those few letters there. Right. I, I, I think for me, I, I have a problem when people are kind of like, oh, they didn't know any better. And it's like, really? Because I don't even feel comfortable saying the NPC name from the Fantasy Star Online 2 controversy. And they, for more context, they literally named a robot that was black and brown that specifically. And then the black exploitation film reference, that one's like when it gets really mm -hmm. malicious. So Absolutely. it's like, come on, you can't just say that they didn't know and whatever, because there's a lot, this goes through a lot of people, and someone must have been like, oh my god, nice pun there, or whatever. Like, this surely isn't like some poor innocent person, because let's be real, adults are working on these games, they've been around, <laughs> they've lived the same lives that we all have, uh, and they have the same access to internet as we all do, so it's like... No, I feel like a lot of the times it's like, no, they they didn't know, but they probably did. And they were like thinking that they were being cheeky about it. 
well, that it, it was like a fun little reference or whatever. Or sometimes seeing how much they can get away with it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I've definitely seen interviews before where, you know, devs have said and, and done things where like, oh, let me just, you know, put this animation in there that and see if it goes through. Or let me put this reference in there and see if anyone will catch it. And a lot of times people won't catch it. And I think my argument would be that why don't we have um, the ESRB, for example, who is responsible for rating games, why don't they, you know, play the games? And instead of just rating them of like, oh, you know, there's violence in this, why don't you just literally tell them like, hey, this can't go through because there's offensive words, there's literal slurs in your game, there's questionable storylines, etc. Like, why don't we have... Why doesn't that system that's already in place have the tools or utilizes tools to make sure that these things never even happen to begin with? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because they don't have the people in the room. Right. They don't have the people in the room. That's why. Like it's, they, for, it's, to them, yeah. it's not offensive. Yeah. And plus, when it it's comes not to even the, that, yes. I have a fun fact. Oh, I'm sorry. You go ahead. Uh, no, I want to hear the fun fact. Go. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> so the, the thing that, like, I was being like, Put me in, coach. What Ruby said, why doesn't the ESRB do this? Because the system's broken, babes. The way the ESRB rates things is not that they are given a review copy of the game and they play through the whole thing. Because you've probably noticed ESRB ratings are out usually, like oftentimes before the game has a release date or months before it's out. So before the retail copy is shipped. That's not how they're rated. The way they're rated is that the company in charge, the developing or publishing company, will take scenes, not gameplay, scenes that are filmed of what are considered the most offensive points of the game and send those to the ESRB to be rated. So if there's a scene in Fantasy Star Online 2 where somebody gets murderized in a really fucked up way, they will send that scene to the ESRB and say, this is the worst scene in the game rated accordingly if later on they're found to you know not be abiding or that they left scenes out or you know like the infamous gta controversies with the hot coffee and the sex and the blah blah then they can get in trouble but not only would this probably be considered so minor but it's also not something that technically has a rating so if that's Hmm. how the esrb works it's just not very good (laughs) i was like so blown away when i found that out yeah. That makes and, sense. Uh, and, you know, let's something has changed. The ES, ESRB rating was more so, I guess. I mean, at least at a time, it was more so to get, I guess, prevent kids from getting to games, which is how that right. whole thing became a thing. So it's like I don't know if they really care about it outside of that. It's just sex and violence that they care about. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's like yeah, because what was it like? Was it like it was like the 90s under like Mortal Kombat happened and then they were like the yeah. kids are getting to the games and blah 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 so the, the rating was made for that so I yes. don't I personally don't expect them to go oh is this offensive or is it like that I mean would it be nice sure but I know better so I don't expect anything out of them except to be like is this something that parents are going to get pissed off about mm-hmm. and they'll yeah. still mess that up sometimes but that that was the point of it and I wouldn't be surprised if that hasn't changed too much today Right. Yeah, I think honestly, my main point... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. It's just that, honestly, like, with the ESRB, with, like, how bad parents are now, like, letting, like, literal, like, eight-year-olds still play Call of Duty and shit, it's just, like, I feel like the ESRB can afford, like, doing something else. Because their ratings don't fucking matter anymore. Mm-hmm. No. 
Yeah, that was my thing is like they need an update to their system, right? And Mm -hmm. whether it's like they have someone who kind of either gets a review copy of the game, because if they can afford to send it to influencers, they can afford to send it to the, the one or two people that are responsible for rating the game or whatever. So that could be a thing that they could do. And I get it that they would have to do a bit in advance, but if they if even if that system doesn't change, there could be a system in place for whenever situations like this happens, they get in trouble for it. Because let's be honest, like publishers, devs, etc., they're not going to make any actual changes or patches to their games. Um, because it's necessarily like change, like if they're suffering from it monetarily, right? If if they're like, oh, they still bought it, you know what I mean? Like Last of Us Part Two, I'm gonna mention it every time I can, but it's like they they literally made the whole storyline of like, oh, people tried to like cancel us or there was controversy, but we made it through and whatever. And it's like, yeah, because there's no system in place to get people in trouble for being like yay that's really fucked up and you have that in your game and people shouldn't have had to experience that unless there was you know um a content warning which that's kind of where where i'm at with the srb Mm -hmm. like saying depictions of blood isn't really saying what happens in the game you know what i mean and you, you you don't have to spoil it but you can easily have like I don't know like a QR code that people scan and that you can see like a list of trigger warnings or content warnings. It's 2021. I I'm pretty sure there's easy ways of doing this and people could do it, especially AAA studios. Yes, agree They're completely. Good. Like right now, the the only way to do it is to support independent game reviewers who you know are you know on the level so to speak like they're gonna be knowledgeable about queer issues and racist issues and sensitive to content warnings and that they will be able to accurately tell you can you play this game or not basically or give you the appropriate warnings but like to do that we need to kill spoiler culture and we need to kill review embargoes because that like right now it's just not entirely possible i don't play games on release especially if i'm streaming them because i don't know I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. Especially because I like horror stuff. What people do a lot, um, developers, is they'll say, has disturbing imagery. Yep. What does that mean? But it's what does that mean? Find if it's out a big, the hard way, unfortunately. Literally. If it's yeah, a big right. fucked up weird body horror monster, fine, I don't care. But if you're go- going to get into like sexual assault or like mutilation or something, it's an absolute no. And those unfortunately fall under the same category. Right. So... You know, don't don't buy things on release and fuck pre-orders too. <laughs> Just right. trust the game, the reviewers who get the review copies, and and take your time and make good decisions. And that's the best advice I can give you. Especially on release, I remember like when Last of Us Part Two came out, like so many people like played it on release, obviously not knowing what was going to happen, and then the big things that happened in that game happened, and like they just had to stop playing they had to stop streaming it because it's just like they weren't prepared for that specific amount of triggers for those specific things that happened in the game to happen especially as quickly as it did so it's just like nobody was prepared so it's just like it sucks that you can't play games at the start but it's like so much safer to just wait and like see what comes of it after because it's wild how things can just get through like that Right. Yeah, I def I definitely agree with that. I mean, if you're someone who 
you know, is concerned about warnings because that, I mean, some of them try to do a, a little bit better about it, but I don't mm-hmm. think that not enough as they probably should for some people. And it's just, if you're someone who, you know, like, you know, again, a horror game and you feel like it may potentially have something that's going to be, you know, offensive or anything of that nature, you know, just wait a little bit. I mean, like a few days or something like you don't have to get a day one. You don't have to pre-order digital content. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> with no extras keep no in extras. mind but i mean if that's something that you know things that can you know personally upset you or your audience you know you know just wait a little bit because i mean if i mean if you're not they still should do that but it's like you don't want to just go you know all the way in and there's probably some people who will be able you know to tell you that thing there's some there's some people who may not be offended by it but they could say so here are some people that will be and these mm-hmm. are some people who should avoid that you know just you know wait a wait a few days like it, especially when it's like single player content come on mm-hmm. yep but they do need to do i think a little bit better about that because there are people who just due to their life experiences don't want to you know see these things in video games right. and then to be having to confront that and you know that doesn't just go well for people and you know that's where we you know that i mean i, I wouldn't say that's where we are i think we've been here it's just that it's, it hasn't been enough you know voices loud enough and that's that's one of the good things about the internet is that we can hear these people and you know do something about it and i don't think it's it's that you know that difficult you I mean you don't you don't have to like spoil the game I mean, if it is something right. that's spoiler, but then, heck, put it out there and let them know this is going to be spoiled. This is what's going on. Yeah, because, like, even, um, oh, my God, not me forgetting name. Tell me why. Like, it even had, like, trigger warnings and was, like, even, like, okay, we're going to go into spoiler territory here. But, like, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is a trigger. So you can just, like, prepare yourself now. Like, I like that they at least went through that with Tell Me Why to be like, hey, like, this happens, and, like, although this is tied with the story, it's only in this part, but we're just going to tell you what's here. And, like, it's slightly right. spoilery, but, like, well, you can open the spoilers if you need to. Like, I, I very much like that. I just I just wish that was commonplace. And it's, it wasn't even, like, a spoiler big enough that you would be like, oh, my God, the game is ruined for me. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, good to know. A lot of the times it's it's more like that. It's like, okay, good to know. I feel like they, they there's a fear it, with some of these companies that they're afraid that like, oh, my game tackles that topic, therefore people are not going to buy it. And it's like, not necessarily. Like some people can, you know, some people don't mind certain topics. Some people don't mind certain issues. And it also depends on how it's handled. And I feel like a part of it also is like, maybe they're not confident enough that they handled certain things in the best way and they don't want to be held accountable for it, you know? Um, But, you know, that's another story for another day. (laughs) Speaking of games we're not pre-ordering until we know uh, that they're good, um, there's updates on Final Fantasy 16. That is segue. (laughs) (laughs) listen i will believe it when i see it you know what i mean like (laughs) i said the same thing about 15 i said the same thing about remake uh, 7 remake i will only believe these games exist when there's a literal download button and i can purchase them and play them in that same day um but 
over the past couple days, uh, off of the time that we're recording this, there was a Final Fantasy XIV live letter, which is which was like a huge live stream, a lot of updates on the future of Final Fantasy XIV, and for people who are not aware, uh, the producer of Final Fantasy XIV is the producer of XVI, um, and he may have spilled some tea on <laughs> on 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 the progress that they've done on, on Final Fantasy 16, which I will get into it, but I really like that we're managing expectations in advance so that people don't get, you know, upset. Um, but essentially, uh, the producer, uh, Naoki Yoshida, uh, said that the team has finished the main story for Final Fantasy 16, and that uh, they're basically almost done recording the English voiceovers. Um, so as far as expectations, people should not expect an appearance of Final Fantasy 16 at the Tokyo Game Show this year, uh, which is uh, sometime from September 30th to October 3rd. Um, and um, yeah, and, and they... Ba Honestly, I love this approach. He said, you'll know more information when it's ready. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. and you know what? Yes. Keep us in the dark for as much as you want and as much as you can, because we all know what happened with Final Fantasy XV. And if you don't know what happened, that game went through hell and back. They It, it was supposed to be a 13 spinoff, and people were super excited for it, and then it became 15. And then they showed it at different, you know, showcases, Tokyo Games Show being a few, of, a few of the times where the game was shown. And then the final version came out, and it was nothing like the versions that they showcased before. And so, yes, just develop your game. Don't let us know anything that's going on. Maybe update us on the progress here and there. But don't show us any footage, don't tell us anything about the story, and then we'll just consume it whenever it happens, and we'll make a judgment for ourselves. I love that. Mm -hmm. Right. What do y'all think? Okay, with this, I the announcement itself, yes, I absolutely love it. I'm glad that they're setting expectations. Do I still feel like I'm going to get the game? Probably not, but I would love to see it. But my main issue is... Mind you, I'm 99% sure this 16 announcement was in an 18-hour 14 live stream. It was. So it's like, Barely. why are you going to put this little announcement of like five minutes in an 18-hour 14 live stream? Like, what are you doing? Like, I like the announcement, and I'm not sure where else they would do it. And like, Yoshi P's there, so I get he would like say something probably. But, like, I guarantee you, 99% of the people going there for 14 are there for 14. Yeah. And I don't think anybody was expecting 16 news. And then all the other people are like, oh, hey, like, there was random 16 news at a 14 stream for all the people that don't play 14. Right. They're like, why was it there? So it's just, like, it's so confusing to me why they would, like, just be like, oh, hey, yeah, like, 16's, like, going well. And we're just like, we're, we're on 14, mama. Like, yeah. <laughs> Isn't the producer I mean, of 14 the same producer for 16? Yeah, I think they just didn't uh, yeah. want to make a big deal out of it. You know, they were like, they, there was probably someone that, that said like, hey, there's enough comments for us to address that you are the producer of 16 and people are asking about it, maybe. That's my only theory. It's yeah. like, it's the recording. And, and I see this uh, as more of like, 
yeah, don't don't expect anything for Tokyo Games Show. It's not happening. We're working on it. It's in progress. We finished the story. Get over it. Like, it, I think it was more like that. Like, hey, we're here for 14, but let me just quickly just say this. And then so that y'all don't get annoyed when TGS comes around and people are like, where's 16? Which is still going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be real. I do think it's a, a bit of a stratagem, as they say. The same reason uh, when CDPR realized how much information had been leaked from their staff, they released it, the, that statement, like, oh, we're so sorry, at uh, 6 p.m. on a Friday during E3. Like, the, uh... the subterranean <laughs> announcement that no one will see. Because this is technically them announcing a delay. Right, like they they've really been amping up Final Fantasy 16 as if it's gonna come out like this year, um, so I think they're like, by the way, uh, you know it's gonna be a while. Hehe, <laughs> sorry, my mm-hmm. Final Fantasy fans, and then right back to 14. Okay, okay, we're fine. Like very bad. <laughs> I had zero expectations that this game would come out this year. Zero <laughs> yeah. expectations that this well, you year. know how to like, manage was them, no... Owen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, says me, the one who was like, we're going to get a Switch Pro news, y'all. We're going to get Switch Pro during Nintendo. <laughs> okay, E3. look, yeah, Nintendo, Nintendo so- gave you the brainworms, and we can't fault you for that. But this is a little, you 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 know with Squeenix. Well, I mean, yeah, with Square Enix and, like, Final Fantasy games and, like, how long we have been waiting in between each one and how hype everyone gets in between each one for, like, a new game to come out, especially seeing how, you know, it's not the MMORPG or anything like that. It's, like, literally our next mainline game um like i just knew like when they announced it i was like oh girl we're not seeing this until end of 2022 bet we're not seeing this game till end of 2022 for sure with everything that they showed i was like no this ain't gonna be ready if the english voice actors are just finishing then they have to put that in yeah. lord knows what else they what else they have to fix like this game isn't coming like i i guess like it I guess it's nice to know, like, hey, we're still working on it. But I guess that is also just by them saying that it's just like, hey, just so you know, this game's not coming out this mm-hmm. year. Right. Like, or, or next in the year. First, <laughs> yeah. Or in the first, like, two quarters of next year. Like, it might come out Q3, Q4. Um, yeah. At the earliest. Yeah, exactly. So, um yeah, I mean, I guess it's just nice to know. I mean, we d- we have not seen anything else since what was that state of play that they showed? It, it? Yeah, it was I think September was last year. Was the state year? of play or was it the PS5 announcement? They cause they showed it at the PS5 announcement. Yeah, it was the state of I play think. that was like about yeah. PS5 content, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we haven't seen we haven't seen anything or heard anything else from, about it. So it, I guess it's like nice to know. Nice yeah. to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I I really like this approach. I I don't I don't fault them for saying it like that. Um, I think it's 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 definitely like a strategy for people to not expect too much out of out of uh, maybe seeing gameplay or anything of the sort. Because um, I, I like the idea of them taking them, their time, hopefully, with this game. Um, yeah, hopefully. Please, um, please. I just don't think that they can afford to just do another 15 because I feel like people really were like 
people felt strongly about that and the game never recovered i feel from from that rough launch and i you, you would think that the person who saved final fantasy 14 would be like no guys i promise you if we release it like this we're gonna have to do more work to fix it so you trusted me with 14 trust me with 16 and honestly if this man saves the final fantasy franchise i will be forever thankful to him right <laughs> yeah because from what we saw from the origins game at least what uh pants told us like no the demo like, is rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. no. <laughs> I, I haven't even seen it. Game. I have. Yeah, I haven't even watched like any demo play or anything of it. Like, but if Pants is saying no, I kind of <laughs> have to respect that opinion. And be like, right. okay, I believe you. It's something. <laughs> exactly. It's something. It's a nar for me. <laughs> it's a nar for me. Vibes. Right. right. <laughs> well. <laughs> We're, we're not playing the Final Fantasy Origins demo or Final Fantasy 16 demo, but what are we playing? <laughs> love that. Well, <laughs> full of segues today. I love it. Segues today. I'm just uh, trying my best. <laughs> you're doing it. You're doing it. Uh, yay. Oh my god. Yay. <laughs> doing my Posting job. Posting skills level 100. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh god, this is what happens when I wake up like an hour or two before the podcast. I actually, my brain is actually working uh, by the time I get here. So we love that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Ruin, what have you been up to? Um, I have been playing Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Um, I was, I just normally like grind out like shards and stuff because that game is a little. Uh, it's not very nice when it comes to money or like trying to get abilities in that game. So, but I've been playing that. I've also been playing Animal Crossing and I switch light because I can have a different island. Um, and that's the only reason why I want the switch OLED is to have another island. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> well, we need an intervention. Yes. <laughs> you do not need three Literally... fucking islands. <laughs> Few you months think ago, you are I, Jeff Bezos? I, I almost bought the Animal Crossing Switch because it's cute, but also I could have a, a third island because I'm just one of those people that it's just like, oh, I can't like just delete it all or oh, I can't get rid of it. The memories. The oh, <laughs> this is the first time I did this. This is the first time I did this. Like I'm just one of those people where I like can't do it. Do not look at my. I've also been playing Final Fantasy 14. I will tell you, I have about five or six retainers on final fantasy uh 14 and they're all filled to the max with items because i'm like i might need these one day or these are memories from when i first started playing the game so he's a hoarder <sighs> your honor she hoards <laughs> she <laughs> matt would say the same thing about me so yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been playing. What about you, Ruby? Oh my god. I I'm certainly not on my third Animal Crossing playthrough. My my one and only playthrough has been very uh neglected. Uh I've gone to that point where I'm like, I'm I don't I don't even I'm afraid of logging in because all my villagers are just gonna drag me and make me feel bad about myself. And then having to clean everything. No ma'am. Um 
so that's not happening. Uh, <laughs> I actually, speaking of, you know, Final Fantasy, I did beat Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yay, finally, after 10,000 yeah. years. After 50 billion months, yeah. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you stream and if you play JRPGs, don't do it once a week. <laughs> don't do it. It's going to take you a while. You got to commit. Yeah. You yeah. got to commit. <laughs> yeah, it's going to take you a long time. And then you get distracted by other games, etc., etc. Uh moral of the story, I loved it. I really did. Um I my last words playing that game was fuck this game because it made me tear up <laughs> right at the end and I was like, how dare you? I feel betrayed, attacked. Emotional and victimized so i was uh i was like no not this not on this day uh but i really loved it i mean i can't say enough about it um i have an issue uh several issues with it being the dlc being a ps5 exclusive um but you know it is what it is they made their choices and i making mine which is not getting a ps5 anytime soon (laughs) because i can't get it and i don't want to for a a singular dlc of a singular game so we'll wait until there's more games down the line um so yeah um besides that i haven't really been up to anything else i've been i've been really kind of uh slowing down a little bit on the things that have to do with streaming. So I literally just streamed Final Fantasy VII Remake this week every day until I beat it. And then once I did that, I just kind of took time off until today. So love that for me. Uh, but yeah, that's ca- that's basically been it. Um, just casually getting through games one at a time. What about you, Lotus? Uh, I've been playing almost nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had a week off, so I've been trying to minimize my screen time like as much as possible because uh, these glasses are real and they're only going to get worse. Oh. Uh, I think the only thing I've been doing, oh God, it's my guilty pleasure. I have to have one or I'll, I'll, I'll go wild. It is League of Legends. <laughs> oh. All I have been playing is okay. Ram, which for anyone who doesn't know is essentially like an arcade mode in League instead of being the whole map with all the strategy and the da 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 you get random champions, they throw both teams in the same place and they just tell you to go ape shit and I think it's so fun. I've uh, accidentally dragged in a few other people who had stopped playing League like I did and I was like, on Twitter, I was like, oh gosh, you know, I saw someone play ARAM and it made me miss it. So if anyone wants to add me, like you can add me five stacks every day. <laughs> <laughs> just Not just me. messing around. Um, well, it's lovely, that especially because for me, tweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, me, I said it thinking no one's gonna respond to this. Everyone I know hates League of Legends, and somehow we are full like every single day. <laughs> and the best part is, a lot of them are newer players. So by comparison, I'm super good. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's. That's been my guilty pleasure. Just just messing around, having a good time, making fun of League of Legends characters because they're all corny as hell. And a little bit of Mixolumia, as always. I love Mixolumia, for anyone who doesn't know. Well, I guess someone has to be playing League of Legends, right? <laughs> I say that as if it's not like literally one of the most active games still to this day. Uh, <laughs> someone has to play League of Legends and be critical about it, and that's me. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> Koga, what have you been up to? 
Oh, goodness gracious. Um, so of course, no supply surprise on my Dokkan device. I've been playing well, Dokkan. I love that you um, call it a Dokkan device. <laughs> yeah, this is officially my Dokkan device. I don't know, like, how I've probably done more of that than anything on this phone. Um, it's the six year anniversary this month, so yep, uh, I'm gonna be playing that a lot. Um, the two new banners came out, they're like 50 stones per summon. I went in with 1500. I didn't get one of the newer ones until I was down to like 300. And oh, no. I got the second one off of my free last ticket. I was about to throw a fit. Oh, no. And the fit is my phone. You're about to get tossed. <laughs> Not that. I can't get shafted like this after I keep telling these free-to-play players to stop summoning on these crap banners. And then I <laughs> save my phones thinking I'm about to be just sitting here in all wealth and then like so i didn't get anything but luckily i oh, did no. but that, that was way too long i mean it wasn't bad i pulled like everything else on the banners it's just that the two new ones because they're on two separate banners just took a long time to get to me so i'm done with it's a, it's a three-part anniversary so oh, oh goodness but um, wow. outside of that, um, Doom. I played a little bit of Doom Eternal. Um, they did get an update about a week or so ago where it received ray tracing. Oh my god! <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it looks really nice, and I don't know how they managed to have this game as optimized as it does. Like it runs, the game runs very well on PC, and even if you have like a twenty sixty RTX twenty sixty. You'll be able to do ray tracing just fine. And it looks pretty nice. It's it's not like required or anything like that. But yes, yeah, sometimes when I'm like walking around fighting people and there's a mirror, I like to see if there's a fireball coming behind me and I can see it in the reflections. So it is pretty interesting on that. Uh, speaking of ray tracing, so I, of course, as some you know, I did get Super Mario All Stars on the Switch. So I was thinking, what about on PC? There is a ray tracing mod on PC for that game, and I'm like, oh goodness, I have to try this out. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. It's, it's all right. It's like still in the works and whatnot, but it is nice to just have like certain reflections and certain lightings just there. It's not required stuff. It's just stuff that just makes it look a little bit nicer. Um, speaking of Switch, I've been playing like off and on a few things. Like I was playing with my roommates, so we were playing Smash Brothers, um, Mario Kart. Eight, um, bought some game for like two dollars. I was on sale. Motor, motor. It was some motorcycle game. I don't know. It wasn't that great, but for two dollars, I guess you just keep going forward until you crash or something. It was two dollars. Okay, oh. it, it was like some kind of mobile game or something. So like Excitebike. Definitely not that. I, I, no, it wasn't that. That, that's better. Um, but I don't know. I don't remember the name of it. Um, I'm trying to think, was I playing anything else that might have been? I think that might have been about it. Just mostly, um, it's mostly just Dokkan this week for the most part. That's valid. That's more gaming than the 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 previous three people before you <laughs> did. So yeah, <laughs> you're honestly, doing feel the like I'm missing something. Honestly, <laughs> it's like, excuse me, I game. I'm a gamer. I play Fortnite. I won some okay, games. Okay, okay. I saw you win. That reminds me. See, y'all reminded me. I was also playing Tetris, not Tetris, Pac-Man 99. I made it to like third place, and that's too hard. Everything, like, everything gets on the screen, 
and I start getting confused. That game like, is so stressful. You, you, it is like if you get to like the last maybe like, like twenty or ten, like then like you have like the white Pac Man and then the red ones show up and then you have all the ghosts and I'm just like, it's only a matter of time before I lose where I'm at because I I feel like I just get like assaulted in the corner. <laughs> but like third me. is the best that I could do. I I, I yeah. try. I, the funny thing is I don't even know what apparently this like power ups on the left that it mentions like speed and all that. I don't even know what that is or how you activate it. I was like. I didn't even notice it was there. I was just trying not to die. Good for you getting third, though, and not yeah. knowing what those things were. Like, yeah. But it wasn't first, and if you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> oh, no, not that. <laughs> well. It is fun, though, but it, it's hectic. Okay, that was all I think. Iconic. What about you, Jam? Um, I have been playing Yakuza because it's on Game Pass and we are a Game Pass stand per usual. Um, I, I'm on, I'm still in Yakuza 0, uh, but I'm loving it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and then when I got my computer back, I started playing Cuphead again and I love that game so much and it's amazing and wonderful and everyone should always play it even though it's really hard. <laughs> Listen. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. I've I want to look at it, not play it. That game too much, too much for me. I could when I get my life back together and I'm back on stream, you can watch. Me I'll play. watch you. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Come chat with me while I lose. So I we live through jail. I encourage. I just encourage. Like you got this. Oh my god, it was so close. You can do it. And I'm just like, I don't know. The best thing about watching Jam play it is that Jam doesn't get frustrated yeah. with the game. He just is just like, yeah, okay, died, you know, yeah. trying it, you know, like it's just like that's the best thing about it in comparison to other people. It's just like, oh, God damn, you know, me, you know. Yeah, like, I was gonna say that's you. <laughs> <laughs> but Jam's just like, oh, okay, you know, we made it to third phase. We're almost to third fa or fourth phase or whatever. Like that's okay. We'll get it next time. Dies in first phase. Like, hey, that's cool, you know. Like <laughs> that's very Jam's much so my nice aesthetic. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we died. It's fine. Like, we'll get there. Oh, we'll try another one. Yeah. We'll try a different one. Maybe we'll beat that yeah, one. Yeah, we'll come back. Just literally like a small inconvenience. Like, oh, anyway, what, what were we talking about? Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. the rest of us would be screaming off the top of our lungs. <laughs> Ruin being like, I'm calm as a cucumber, and then dies in Donkey Kong Country and leaves the room. <laughs> I don't play stressful games. I'm cool as a cucumber. Falls off the edge. Okay, bye. <laughs> Plays that clip of Ruin playing Fall Guys and screaming the whole match. Oh my god. I just want to ween. <laughs> Uh -huh. I got what it. About you, Dex? What have you been playing? Okay, so you know the usual weeklies and dailies and fourteen. I I try to do my little things in Fortnite sometimes, but if friends are on, I guess I'll drag myself onto the game. <laughs> and then also, I've really been vibing with my um my retro tees. I've been playing Need for Speed Underground too. I've been like blasting through that because i just love it so much and um the dlc for Watch Dogs legion downloaded a week ago so i might play that this week so i'm really excited to see more of that game but that's like all for me iconic let us know anyone watching uh listening let us know what you're playing and what you're up to yeah, these what have days. You been playing? yeah please tell us do it now um 
pop off in the comments Call in below. now. <laughs> pop off, sis. Um, <laughs> we're just gonna like rainbow wash our our outro like sashay away into our comment section. Not hi gays, tell us what you. Hi gays, hi gays. When one video ends, just open up another one. <laughs> it's called binge watching. <laughs> Don't worry, I support, I support it. you. <laughs> Do you want more just gaming things content? <laughs> oh god, we need to go. Um, yeah, before before Dex blocks us on all social media platforms, uh, let us know what where can people find your social medias, Dex, so they can where find can you. Where can y'all find me before I block y'all? Before um. before he leaves, just gaming things, you know, so you know where to find Dex in case he leaves us throughout right, the next few days. Right. <laughs> you can find me at Dexrelicious on Twitch and YouTube, uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Dex is a mess or my barren wasteland of of a portfolio Twitter dextraliciously. Ooh, iconic behavior. Jam. Uh, you can find me on uh, all social media at jam underscore 5899, Twitch, Twitter, uh, Instagram. I got a TikTok that has old videos of me doing little dances. So if you want to see Ooh. it, you can see it from there. No new ones, though, because we stopped doing that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Call them out. More you dances, know. more dances. Me Probably. not, me we'll not logging we'll into TikTok to make my own content. I'm like, I'll watch someone else do stuff. I, I'm not doing exactly, stuff. exactly. Um, but yeah, you can find me on all of there. On Twitter is where you will usually find me liking all of my friends' things. Sometimes tweeting about things that I don't tweet about on my main account because I'm like, this is supposed to be a secret and I can't share it on my main one yet. So I'm gonna share it here. <laughs> we love to see it. Get Shut into up, it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I, didn't do I didn't do anything. You did do something. Don't even act weird. <laughs> oh. Ruin doing the most, yeah, saying he didn't do anything. Uh, I didn't do anything. <laughs> you know what you did. <laughs> Please show the class what I did. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyway, Koga, please, Koga. please, let's change the topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me here and on Twitter at, well, here on Twitch and uh, Twitter at Koga underscore Jangles. Um, I should be streaming sometime this week. I tried last night, but, you know, the weather said no and knocked out my internet like 30 minutes. In. So, yeah, that was very fun. Um I don't know what I'll be playing. I'll, I'll probably just try to do another Switch night or something where I just play whatever I feel like playing on that. But, yeah. Um, what about yourself, Lotus? Where can we find you? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and Patreon uh, at Lotus Loves Lotus. Uh, yeah, well, you know, you know how YouTube is. They don't give out those URLs for free, so you'd have to search me. But you can find me. It's all good. Um, I was on a break this week, but I'll be coming back, you know, uh, Red Strings Club, Subnautica Below Zero, probably something spooky is, is what I'm feeling, something scary for a Friday, and uh, I think 
I told myself I wouldn't do it, but Psychonauts 2 officially has a release date in late August. And so I think <sighs> I'm going to play it again. Stop the first already. I've, I've played it like six times on stream and I wouldn't do it one more time. I played it for my birthday in April and I was like, that's going to be the last one. Cause you know, it's, it's not going to come out till later. Well, <laughs> I'm going to make a definitive um, edition and I won't play. Well, I'm not going to promise that, but I won't play it again <laughs> this year. Okay, there you go. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I I just love like l recently I went to Lotus's stream and I heard that th that exact phrasing, the definite <laughs> playthrough, and I was like, just just say you want to play it again. Just <laughs> let's let's well, no, play it again. <laughs> the the thing is with Psychonauts is there's a bunch of like I guess like if you compare it to an RPG or a JRPG, there's extra cutscenes that you can get in between the main missions. And every time I play it, I get too excited and I forget to go look at them because I just like blast through the game. <laughs> so I'll I'll try to get all of them and get all my thoughts about the game out and like what's good and what's bad. It will be the definitive playthrough. All right, you you heard it here <laughs> <Love> first. <that. laughs> Exclusive content. Or I guess Ruby. <laughs> you can find me at Project Ruby on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Ko-Fi. Uh, listen, I am kind of distancing myself a little bit just a little bit from streaming uh not quitting don't worry i'm like a fucking cockroach i've been around for like five years and you're not gonna get rid of me anytime soon but i i do want to venture out into you know being more active on other platforms and stuff like that um because I don't want to be, you know, just that one thing. I want to be able to make content. And I get inspired by, like, the amazing people in this in this group and uh, other amazing people that I follow and stuff like that. And I get inspired to just do more. And, you know, um, turns out after taking a break, I got excited about making content. Didn't realize that part of it wasn't going to be on Twitch. <laughs> it was, like, me coming <laughs> back from a break, seeing a bunch of streamer discourse on social media and being like... I don't think I want to be a part of this. So, <laughs> and just kind of not wanting to be too much a part of streaming culture. With that being said, I will be podcasting tomorrow uh, on, on my Twitch channel. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I'm back to the quote-unquote regular version of Breakfast at Ruby's, which is going to be just casual conversations with some of your favorite content creators. And, uh, yeah, more on that soon on Twitter and stuff you know where to find it. I already said it, so love to see it. Uh, <laughs> Ruin, what about you? You can find me at the core four pillars of the circus. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitch. You can find me on Twitter. All at Ruin Crown, the four pillars of the circus. <laughs> Not the four yeah, pillars of the circus. Four pillars. Somebody, the four posts that hold Someone up the tent. <laughs> I that's a, such an amazing way of putting it though. Like I I was so I covered my face. If y'all are not watching the video version, I fully covered my face because I could not handle. <laughs> and once we and if I ever get into YouTube, we'll add a fifth pillar. Oh my oh! god! Oh, we'll be big one in the middle. We'll have to be destroyed. We'll have to rebrand. Just throw everything out. All of my old uh, documentaries. Just throw it out. Throw it out. Throw it out. You know, it's fine. Rebrand. <laughs> Y'all, it's been such a great podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. If you if you've made it this far, consider following us on your favorite platform of choice, whether that is Twitter, Twitch, 
YouTube, Spotify. You can find us. It it was it's me. We're there. F- figuring out in my brain in real time what platforms exist, and I'm like, what platforms are we on? And so I just you you <laughs> saw that brain processing happen, which you know. Slow processing power, let's just say that. Um, but yeah, we'll see you next week with another episode here, here, there, and everywhere. Uh, have a good week, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.